As we continue to try and live with the times this week, we find ourselves at one of the most significant showdowns in the history of the Jewish experience and in the history of each and every individual's life. It's the showdown of what happens when a person comes to the Amsuf. Now, the Jewish people stuck in all forms of enslavement, mindlessness that had thickened over the possibility of reflections to such a degree that one could no longer move. One can no longer free themselves from the confines that they found themselves stuck in until they came to the realization that one must, quote, emancipate oneself from mental slavery for none but themselves can free their mind, as Bob Marley pointed out. And the freedom became dependent on the willingness to shift the perspective, to free themselves, to listen to Moshe Rabbeinu, to smell the Korban Pesach, and to leave the stuckness of Mitzrayim. It happened quickly, it happened intensely, and the intensity with which Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim took place dictates that it can never be a precise science. We don't know exactly how to get out of Mitzrayim. We can do 49 out of the 50 steps of getting out of Mitzrayim, but ultimately there is a miracle that takes place. And that ability to extricate ourselves is always stuck in the unknowingness of giving it over to God, which is why when Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu that the Jewish people are going to be taken out of Mitzrayim, he says, it's going to be, it's going to be almost at the midnight point. And that almost, that contingency that is rooted in the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu is ultimately a human being and a human being can never extricate themselves fully. We always need the help of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We always need that little bit more that comes from above. That's the mechanism. When a human being wants to extricate themselves and untether themselves, then they're opened up from Shemayim. And a person and the Yagiyah that we put in, the effort that we put in to extricate ourselves and free ourselves is the very mechanism that draws down the light of Hashem that gives us the ability to move ever so slightly forward. That's the gift of it all. That's the freedom that comes from above through the motivation that comes from below. But be that as it may, the Jewish people extricated themselves out of Mitzrayim. We left Mitzrayim and we trusted and we allowed ourselves to fall into the calmness of belief that everything was going to be okay. And it was intense. And there were moments where the Jewish people began to moan and groan about the freedom. But in the end of the day, they accepted the mission and they were following after their leader. They were following Moshe. They were following the deepest point of Das and connectivity that the human being has in their minds the deepest element of intuition to the extent that our rabbis have taught us that we can all refer to each other as Moshe because in truth, each and every one of us has a part of Moshe within us. We learned to follow the aspect of Moshe within us. We learned to follow the true knowledge of what it was that needed to be done in this scenario. And then we come to the Amsaf. And then we come to a complete and utter stoppage, a blockage, an arrested development. And not only that, but the things that we're trying to extricate ourselves from, the things that we're running away from, the things that we finally feel we've overcome are now chasing us with more intensity than ever before. And the natural result and the natural response at that point is utter and complete hopelessness and desperation. 
hopelessness and desperation. The Jewish people did not know what to do. The human being feels that after all of this effort that I've put in to free myself, after all of this effort that my loved one has put in to free themselves, it's going to come back down to this, and right away we're going to fall back into the stuckness and all of the metzarim and the constrictions of our lives. And the Jewish people did what they know how to do best. They turned their eyes to the people they were reliant upon. The secret of Moshe, they turn their eyes to Moshe, and Moshe begins crying out to Hashem. And Hashem says to Moshe, what are you crying out to me for? Just move. The secret of what happens at the brink, at the breach, at that point where development seems completely hopeless and a person falls back down into the patterns of their lives or the patterns of their negative thoughts, the only etza, the only suggestion possible is to move forward. Speak to the Jewish people and move forward. Draw them after you. Draw the lower parts of ourselves towards the higher parts of ourselves and continue to move forward. As the tzaddikims have said, the biggest difficulty that comes with the prevention in one's path is not the prevention, but rather the sadness that comes after the encounter with the prevention. And the answer here, to tell the Jewish people to just move, to just move into Kriyas Yamsuf, engage in a little bit more Masiris Nefesh. Let go a little bit more of what you feel your limitations are. Push yourself ever so slightly forward. Don't only learn the teaching a hundred times, learn it a hundred and one times. Take it slightly above the edge. And at that point, that's what's going to bring the Jewish people into the Yamsuf. We're going to be able to move forward when we allow ourselves to uncover the little bit more strength that exists within us to be moister nefesh, to go into that unknown again, to go into the abysmal depths of that water that's coming up to the neck, but to realize that the only thing that I can do is move forward. The only thing that I can do is move forward. That's always been the case. All we can do is move forward. Move, move forward, pick it up one more step ever so slightly, no matter how unrecognizable the growth is. And in that way, the Jewish people find themselves not only in the Oyme Kamayim, but at the Amkas of themselves. We uncover the depths of ourselves and that ability to tap into the Asneel Ben Kanaz who goes into, who goes into the water is Moisir Nefesh, that part of us that is willing to push forward, and then that's where the miracle happens. That's where the splitting of the seed takes place. That's where that which seemed impossible becomes possible. It doesn't stop being impossible, it doesn't stop feeling impossible, yet it continues to be possible even at the heart of impossibility. The sea does not disappear. The walls of the sea are very much there, ready to tumble back down, held in their suspended kind of animation. We're always aware that the walls of the water is there, but it's still impossible. But nevertheless, it's continuing to be possible even as we move through the sea and then we get to the other side of the freedom of, of beginning to learn what it means to wander a little bit in the deserts of our lives. Thank you for joining the Possibly Speaking family. Possibly Speaking is brought to you by The Light Revealed, a social media publisher bringing messages of Jewish spirituality and recovery to whoever is looking for them. Our producer is Morty Schwartz. Our social media content team is Zoe Poznanski and Tehila Nasanian. And our music is by Zushio. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can give us a review and subscribe on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you get your podcasts. We love connecting with you, so please check out our website, thelightrevealed.org, and feel free to email us and Rev Joey at thelightrevealed at tlrfamily.org, or private message us on Instagram or Facebook at The Light Revealed. Thanks for joining, and we wish you the most blessed day in only revealed ways. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da